Welcome back to Dogs Are Smarter Than People, the podcast that's almost guaranteed to make your day a little brighter and happier. With me today is the prestigious Karen Jones, New York Times and internationally best-selling author. And our other host, who's always here too, is Sean Ferrar. Sean used to be a cop, but now he's not, and now he's a business owner. An all-around awesome human and dog owner. Dogs are smarter than people. It's about giving you life tips and writing tips and helping you have a quirky, happy, what, Sean, life? Quirky, happy life. Existence, occasional writing career. All of that. All of that right here with us. So like, subscribe, share, be weird, and own, dog. And own many. <laughs> Random thought time. Is it, it is recording. Yay, we got it. <laughs> Not the real one. <laughs> We're having technical issues today. What, what are we doing today, my love? Today, because we're having technical issues, which are scary. We are talking about scary writing stories or scary stories because... Buddy. Because why? Sean just touched my shoulder. Yeah? Well, you're the one that exposed it for me. I had it. Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, so we're talking about scary writing and scary stories and scary podcasts and scariness because it's Halloween this week, man. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Right? Yeah. Whew. Good thing we're prepared. We procrastinate a little bit this year. <laughs> we don't even have candy. And how many kids can our house? Like a thousand. In a town of five. Eight hundred thousand. A thousand, I guess. A thousand children somehow magically emerge on this night. <laughs> They'll all be getting lollipops this year because that's all that's going to be left. We really need to go to the store. Anyways, that's scary. But what else is scary? I don't know. Do you want me to talk, do the intellectual part of the podcast first so then you can just be your awesome, goofy self that makes the podcast sparkle? I don't know if I can do it in this format. What? (laughs) I'll tell you what's scary is that dude across the street. Okay, right now. (laughs) Sean, tell them what's happening. Well, about no. 20 minutes ago, yeah, I got back home from an errand, and as I was backing into the driveway, I noticed across the street there was a person. I can't tell if it's male or female. I think it's, if we were going by gender, my standard, uh, it's a very tall person. Yeah. Anyways. No observable breasts. Right. Okay. They're standing in the yard across the street in front of a very large tree. They're probably like 10 feet away from the tree, and they are just stock still standing there, like staring at the tree. And last time we checked a couple minutes ago, they were still standing there and didn't look like they had moved at all. So when we're done with this, we'll check again. And their posture is not normal. No, it's, it's totally relaxed. Like, they're not saying that it's like they just went into a trance. Yeah. And they're totally kind of slumpy posture, relaxed. Yeah, it's weird. 
Sean keeps looking over at the window. He's so freaked out. Like, right now, his hands are clasped together, and he's like... I'm not freaked out. Dude, it's freaky. What? You know. The person's freaky. It's strange. It's so strange. It's quite strange. (laughs) So, all sorts of different things scare different people. And as I said, we're breaking from our normal podcast format for Halloween and talking about our scary stories and what makes a story feel scary to us. Stephen King. Who's Stephen King, man? I've never heard of him. Yeah, man. (laughs) I'm a little annoyed at him because he just had a tweet that said, no one should say amazing anymore. I know, I saw that. And I wanted to beat him in his face, honestly, which I don't really because I'm not a violent person. But, like, (laughs) shut up. I almost hit him. But, like, (laughs) but it just was so mean. (laughs) It was so, like, I'm better than everyone and I'm going to dictate what you should or shouldn't do. I'm tired of seeing the word amazing. Yeah. Not that, man. That's kind of egotistical, huh? It just, who is he that's put out edicts? I don't know. Oh, wait, man. Okay, so, <laughs> anyways, we're quoting him twice in here any, because I wasn't mad at him earlier, but he does have some interesting things to say, and he always says them forcefully, so you're like, oh, that must be right. So we're going to share them with you. So he said, I recognize terror as the finest emotion, and so I will try to terrorize the reader, but I will find that I cannot terrify, and then I'll try to horrify, and if I find that I cannot horrify, I'll go for the gross out. I'm not proud. What do you think of that? Well, you know, I've read a lot of Stephen King novels. Yeah. And I was never scared by any one of them. You just looked out the window again. Let alone terrified. (laughs) So, I don't know. But then again, we're not scared by much when it comes to that mainstream, quote, horror. Yeah, we aren't. Genre. Did you talk about my blog? Oh, you do? Tomorrow, maybe. Did you take about the show or what? Currently trying to watch. Yeah. Okay. I talked about both of those shows that everybody else loves that were both Big like, Mouth? Is it Big Mouth? No, or I'm not that? talking about that one. Which one is That it? is scarier, actually. Yeah. The other two shows <laughs> No, The Haunting of Hill House and Hereditary. Remember Hereditary? Oh, yeah, that was one? horrible. That did scary. not like Hereditary. And Hill House is not scary either. Oh, that scares that dude. I know, that dude comes to me. All right, so also Stephen King said, the three types of terror, the gross out, the sight of a severed head tumbling down a flight of stairs. It's when the lights go out and something green and slimy splatters against your arm. Does the gross out ever get you, Sean Kelly? Uh, I was thinking, no. No. And even the severed head, that's like, unless it was somebody that you cared about. Yeah. Then you'd be totally hysterical, but otherwise I'd be like, oh, look at that. <laughs> a bowling ball with hair just rolled by me. I don't think I'd recognize the severed head of someone I cared about. I think I'd have that delayed reaction factor. Plus, I imagine it would be bloody and disgusting. Like in horror movies, they always manage to make that severed head still look recognizable. Mm-hmm. But severing a head is not a clean and easy process. Well, it's not easy now. Yeah, mm-hmm. but don't you think it'd be messy? Only at the neck area, if that's where your strikes were. How much blood gushes out of there? Well, you just hold them by the hair, so there's always blood down. She's so <laughs> Scariest thing in my life is sitting right next to me. <laughs> the horror. 
The horror is the unnatural. Spiders the size of bears. The dead waking up and walking around. That's when the lights got and something with claws grabs you by the arm. That's all child stuff. You didn't even fudge me. Well, no. Because I saw you wind up. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the most obvious serial killer ever. I mean, hold on. I have to go get my chainsaw. (laughs) Let me telegraph every movement. Exactly. (laughs) So the horror, that doesn't get you? Like creepy spiders? What are you afraid of? You have a phobia? People. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of, too. Fiction is not scary, because, I mean, for me, I know, you know, the only thing that ever draws emotion from me in in television or movies is is, um, sad, emotional stuff about, like, loved ones. And little kids. You can't handle little kids. That's, well, it's kind of the same... But you don't think they're scary? No. You find it I never have scary, emotional... I'd have to be watching a news broadcast and they were talking about, you know, this country being overrun by another or something for me to feel like something scary is happening on television. Yeah. But, you know, in today's age, anybody you meet could be the scariest thing on earth. Like the guy standing across the street staring at the To me, that's like the only thing that's really kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. And the last and worst one is terror. When you come home and notice everything you own had been taken away and replaced by an exact substitute, I would think I'd gone like. I was going to say, I would call that an insanity. Yeah. Not terror. It's when the lights go out and you feel something behind you. You hear it. You feel its breath around your ear. But when you turn around, there's nothing there. That would also be kind of cool. Does that ever happen to you? No, I'm sure I felt like maybe there. There was somebody else in the room, possibly, or something, but not with that kind of detail, no. That's It's happened to me all the time when I was a kid. So, (laughs) what scares you? Do you agree with King's hierarchy of threat and fear? With fear? Well, I think it's pretty sound reasoning, but that doesn't do anything for me, personally. But, obviously, you and I are not common folk when it comes to that sort of thing. No, I jump. Fictitious horror. I'm a jumpy person. I'm well, yeah. startled. I can jump scare you anytime. I know, day, you could jump scare me right now. Probably. Let's be honest. But, like, I'm not, I don't, it doesn't maintain. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, hold on. All right. Hold on. So, Sean just went outside. Well, he didn't go outside all the way, right? No, I just looked out the front door. No, what was the man doing? He had taken off his coat and he was, like, rubbing his sternum with both hands. In a circle? Yeah, but his, his hands were flat, like, palms to his chest like that. He's doing something metaphysical with that tree, I'm sure. Dude, he's probably bringing that tree to life and that tree's going to come kill us tomorrow night. We won't be here. We'll be at our other house. Yay! The tree won't be able to find us. All right, Sean, tell us a scary story, man. Oh, wait, first dog tip for life. Nice job. You yeah. threw that right out there. Yeah. Do you want me to say it? Yeah, man. What Sparty said? Yeah. Yeah. Sparty came to the door with me to check on the person by the tree. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked.
tell him something he was doing and turned around and hauled it. But and I said, "Hey, where are you going?" He stopped after I closed the door. He said, "Knowing when to hide is an okay life skill." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "It's not that scary." It's <laughs> like, dude, I can smell that guy. It is. He's a lot more sensory than I am, of course, being yeah. a dog and all. And our writing tip for the pod is just really think about like those three levels of terror, right, and horror. Go for your terror. Yeah, man, go for the big terror. Don't you think? Man, that would be challenging for me. I think. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe if things like that don't scare you, you'd be right over the top for normal people. Maybe you'd be like the Sharknado of horror. Oh, that's horrible thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean it would top that way. I meant like so disgusting people can't even really read it. So... Tell us a scary story, Johnny. Dude, I don't really have any you scary have, you stories. Have, you have one or two, yeah. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Do you have a scary story? Because you can tell yours first while I think. That's not fair. Everybody wants to talk here you. You're the funny one. I'm the boring. I'm the straight man. You're the straight man? I'm a straight wool man. I know what you're saying. Person. But you, you caught me off guard. <clears throat> hmm... You know what happens is I'll think of a really good one right when we're done. But I'm still thinking. That's a big sign. How about you talk about the ladies, the John story in the house, down from our house on Eden Street. All right, we have oh, a house on Eden no. Street. I'll start the story while Sean remembers. Oh, things. no, no, that's not scary, is Dude, it? that's gross-out terror, I think. But I can start the story. So we live on... We have a house on a block... We're of bad things. And what? I said, but I have a story. Just different. I just thought of. <laughs> when you said, well, stop the when world, you said, man. Well, right, let me just quickly finish yeah, the story, ahead. please. Go ahead. So, there, we live in a house on a block where there's, like, creepy things happen. And we rent this house. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said that out loud according to our real estate agent. But whatever. And we rent this house. And one time we were in the house and I was in bed. And it was the middle of the night and Sean had turned away. And Sparty was really far down the bed. And I woke up and I felt like a finger on my leg move in a tiny circular pattern on my leg, right? I totally freaked me out, but it felt like they were nice. But I'm like, Sean doesn't touch me that way. That's too nice and gentle. And like, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and like I freaked out. But it totally wasn't him, and it wasn't Sparty, and it didn't feel like a dog pad. It felt like the tip of a finger. And so then I was like, this house is a little weird and creepy. And so I talked to people who had last owned this house or had one time owned this house and lived there and they told me a story about how one night um the mom had told the little girl like who was five or something to go to bed right and so the little girl goes to bed and then the mom's doing all the other stuff like getting cleaning things up or something i don't know and then she goes um to and sees out in the front stairs her little kid still sitting there facing away from her eating a lollipop and she's just like only sees the back of her head right but she's like what i told you to go to bed 
And, like, she's still doing her stuff and, like, yells back again, like, blah, 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 name a girl. I told you to go to bed. Go to bed. What the heck? You respond to your mother when she talks to you. You talk to her. Blah, blah, blah. And then she's, like, goes by the stairways again. She's screaming down the thing at the kid who's still not even moving. And, like, you know when you're a mom, you just get so enraged by that, like, that indifference and that, like, lack of reaction. And then she goes into the kid's room. And her daughter is in bed and goes, why are you yelling at me, mommy? <laughs> and that was our house. Yeah. It's a great, creepy story. Oh, we haven't experienced it. Well, maybe. You did that one. Yeah. Just that so you just described. And the EMF reader goes off everywhere. Well, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Randomly. Randomly goes off everywhere. But, and also... Two houses down, two old ladies got frozen to the floor and died. But whatever. It's just a creepy little place in town. I think they died before they got frozen to the floor. I don't know. They were found that way. They died and then the pipes burst. It was wintertime, so they basically <sighs> the floor flooded and they were on the floor and froze. But at least they don't smell. That's true. Yeah. But how do you get frozen people? Oh, gosh, I don't even want to think about that. Gross. So the story I was thinking of is that house down the road there. Yes. The one that you love. My my favorite house in the whole world. Back before I did stuff over there regularly. And I I was working for our friend. And uh, I was painting the two bathrooms. Oh, I thought you were going to tell one of your cop stories. No. Oh, no, that's totally different. But kind of similar. I actually like this one. This one was more effective to me personally. <laughs> okay, let's go, man. Uh, it's not all that much of a story, but <sighs> because when I, these bathrooms have a lot of stuff in them, like towel racks, like freestanding and stuff that I moved out before I started doing my work. But before I moved around, I took pictures of them on my phone so I know where everything went back. So I moved them. And then when I was all done working, I put everything away back where it goes but as I was referencing my photos and I was putting stuff back I noticed that all the towels on the towel rack were totally different now like from solids to stripes or something I don't remember I still have the pictures somewhere so obviously everybody's like oh the cleaning lady was there but I (laughs) couldn't understand why when I had everything jammed into one of the bedrooms she would bother trying to swap out the towels that were already clean and folded on the rack you know what I mean so, I enjoyed that. <laughs> not your creepiest. I thought it was though. cool. The other one's not really that creepy either. I mean, I guess it could be. I don't remember. I thought that was another house I actually worked at. But prior to that, when I was a police officer, I went there because somebody was working there, and they had left the back door or front door open, or it blew open in the wind, and the neighbor saw it and called the police department. So, I went down to make sure there was nobody in the building and so it's like of course the middle of the night and I'm there by myself and it's a fairly large house on the water so the wind's blowing and there's all kinds of creepy noises and stuff not I wasn't scared at all but what vigilance is not the same as fear and quote by shop that's right uh, I'm trying to remember how many floors it was. That doesn't matter. Okay, you say a lot of floors. When I was up on the top floor, which was obviously hadn't been renovated in a century or so, uh, I was in what 
I perceived to be service quarters because there was like a cheap, a, a, a less higher quality bathroom and some um, like twin beds and stuff. And while I was in that room the whole time, I just felt like there was at least one other person there with me, if not more, that didn't really want me there. Like I was invading their privacy and there was nobody there physically. That's Sparty. Sparty likes this story, man. <laughs> he likes you rubbing his butt. You can hear me claw on your floor. What are you doing, Sparty? Um, that's a, how about, do you have a scariest person story? No, I don't think so. I have a scary person story. Sparty, stop dancing anywhere, man. I got money right in my sleep. What's your scariest person story? Um, when I was a little baby, I was in Greenfield, Massachusetts, and uh, I had her in the LL Bean baby backpack because we didn't have a car because we were that poor. And um, the uh, we were walking down uh, like into town, and we we're going to the laundry mat, and Sparty man too. And uh, this creepy guy came up to me, and he was like, "You don't look like a girl who likes to have fun." and i was like what because i especially back then i was like so super trained to be nice and civil all the time i'm like what oh gosh and he's like you don't look like a girl who likes to have fun and i was like oh well i'm sorry i looked like that and then we were at the laundromat and i'm like i'm not going to the laundromat now (laughs) instead i went like to the library i think i can't remember i think i just went further into town into the library yeah and um later that next day i found out um that this girl had been um raped in the laundromat really and he was the guy who did it he got really? arrested yeah wow yeah and i kind of feel Good bad thing about you didn't that go into the laundromat. well if there was another girl in there maybe i could have protected her i just assumed no one oh, was with your the baby i don't know but that was creepy as hell yeah that's creepy yeah Ooh, sorry said, for my swear you should have said you're wrong mister the proof <laughs> is right there in the backpack that you like to have fun oh my god <laughs> gotta get in their mind you know that's kind of funny he was talking about i didn't know it wasn't about dairy queen. i didn't know because i don't think about sex things i'm not lying you know i don't okay the end bye Hey, for the writing tips that go with this podcast, check out carriejonesbooks.blog or the dogs are smarter than people feed. We're available all over the place, right? That's right. That's right. Anywhere you go. Anywhere you go. If you want to rent rent one of our haunted houses, you can also find those on carriejonesbooks.blog. Why do you keep exposing that? I'm not exposing. I should be allowed to have my shoulder out and free in the air. Freely. Freely. You're no charge. This is our sum up. You walk around, just like that. But, but. I'm summing up. The music we've clipped and shortened in this podcast is awesome and made available through the Creative Commons license. Um, the artist in the song is Night Owl by Broke for Free. That was my NPR voice. That was awesome. That was really good. Do you want to do your NPR voice? No, no, no. Thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. I'm still hung up on, I don't want people to think that. Not all haunted. Only one. I don't want to disappoint anybody.
you said, Johnny looked expectant. Do you want something to say something? Now I think I'm making a joke about a house not being a haunted.